Tonight, we go over the Bravo rookie draft, and we give you guys our take on how you guys did. Uh, it is time to get average. What is going on, guys? We are the Average Bros Fantasy Show, your one-stop shop for fantasy advice. Brought to you by Football Darts and Fantasy Sports Alliance. Tonight, as always, I have my brother Kevin with me, and we are graced with his presence. Graced. <laughs> we have Brian, the overseer. Uh, here with us tonight. How you guys doing tonight? I'm just glad after th the third times a charm, it finally happened. We've yes. been trying to do this for a while. We're we're a minute into the show. You're still here. We made it past the 11 second mark. I think we're good. We might be in the clear for for the next hour. Yeah, Kevin reminded me before we came live to make sure that I shut off all the other Wi-Fi devices in my house. That probably was the key that helped quite a bit. Yeah, because that didn't happen last week. <laughs> it did not. It did not. All right. Uh, but before we get into our show, we would like to thank our broadcast sponsor, Football Darts. Football Darts is a dart game that combines the skill of traditional darts with the strategies of American football. This innovative dart game is played on a uniquely designed multiple target dartboard. It can be played in sports bars at tailgate events as league tournaments or as a leisure activity in the comfort of your home. If you would like to check out their officially licensed collegiate dartboards, go to footballdarts.com and make sure you guys use the code IPLAYFSA and get yourself 30% off. We actually had a customer use it. I got a, uh, a message from Football Darts, uh, Jonathan Davies, the other day and said, hey, uh, thank you guys for that. Somebody bought an Ohio State board, um, which bad taste, but whatever. Um, but it was used at least. So puke emoji. So we feel pretty good about that. <laughs> That's good. It's good that yeah. people are people are using it. I know they will be happy with their nice premium Football Darts dartboard. Puke emoji. <laughs> Their Ohio State dartboard. The yeah. Ohio the, State. Who produced nothing but the best QBs out there. Whatever. Dwayne Haskins <laughs> will prove you wrong. Or no, what well, uh you're talking about Justin Fields? Okay, so I'm hoping that Justin Fields makes me eat my words by the end of this year, especially since I was thinking about drafting him anyways. That would be very nice. I, I'm almost rooting for the guy. <laughs> Bama. Bama quarterbacks is where it's at. Oh, gosh. Bama. Uh, if you guys like the show, please like, share, and subscribe to the show and follow us on all of our social media outlets you see here at the bottom of the screen, as well as check out our website, fsa-fr.com. And of course, please head on over and check out Brad, Josh, and Eric on the Empty Wagon Show Saturday morning at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And I do believe that before we got into the whole spiel of everything, uh, our our Lord and Savior Brian had God, a stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, Kevin, I guess you want to go first. Yes, while we are mentioning our brothers in arms, the empty wagon guys who go over a whole ton of uh, football points and uh, comedy, I also want to make sure everybody knows uh, that they are now under the FSA brand 100% as far as podcasts are concerned. They've been around for our broadcasts uh, for a while now, probably almost a year, mm-hmm. um, give or take. But now, if you are looking for their podcast for your listening pleasures, go to FSA or Fantasy Sports Alliance. Uh, search terms on Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, Amazon, iHeartRadio, wherever you go for your podcasts. Check us out. They are also there now as well. And 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 I like to mention it. I I will absolutely 110% get behind Apple Podcasts for the sole reason. And I, I said this way back when we first started doing it. Of when you watch the shows back, I think it is hysterical when you put it in 0.5 speed and listen to Kevin's voice. I've never tried that. <laughs> I can, absolutely, I can only imagine. I already talk slow and droney as is. He, imagine that going slow. <laughs> So I know that FSA is very PG, but he sounds like a drunk person. He <laughs> sa- gotta, he's like, it sounds like he's like slurring with swears and everything. <laughs> I've got to go out and do this. Hey, Marie, we put Maria's hand up there twice. Maria, how are you? Good Did evening. Did she have a question? I, I, I think she was just saying hi. And then MJ's out there as well. Evening, MJ. staying out there with us as well, saying hi. Okay. Can you guys let me control my comments? <laughs> I didn't touch it, man. That was your brother, not me. We'll let you control. You steer the ship. All right. All right. Before, like I said, before we get into it, we have to give the floor to to Brian. I know he has actually uh, important news for us. Uh, so we, we've been trying to get these numbers updated to everybody for the last couple of weeks. We would have been unable to because of technical issues with the Average Bro Show last week and the Fanatically Real broadcast. But it gave us the opportunity to get uh, a few more people in on our leagues. So we have new updated numbers for you as of today. So the redraft as of today is at 92 out of the 96 members that we were looking for for 2021. That's plus 11 since the last time we gave you a numbers update. Of course, Alpha through Foxtrot are already full on the dynasty side. The arm and leg league is still sitting at 20 out of 54. Kevin, you were able to close out your 14 members for the auction slash IDP league. So that was plus three for you. So now you're 14 out of 14. And then we picked up five more DOD league teams as well, putting us at 17. I think my new wish list for that is going to be 24. I think we would be able to do two 12s with that in our first year of doing this. Um, that will be a very good starting point for us. Uh, but I also was blessed off on by my battalion star major today to be able to push the DOD league through the entire battalion. Uh, and if that's the case from a permanent party standpoint, that gives us the ability to reach 137 more people for the possibility of adding to that. And I think I've got at least two more that are interested in it. Uh, so with growth we are currently sitting at 215 teams which is 19 more than the last time we gave you all an update Jeez, that is something else sorry brian i'm taking my spot back that's all right i mean (laughs) i love the fact i mean we had 144 last year total uh we're still looking to try to pull in anywhere between 34 on the arm and leg four more on the redraft seven more on the dod or even more than that and uh, we haven't even finished. We we haven't got to the end of June yet, so um, it's a good problem to have right now. 
Can't be I've, upset. Yeah, definitely. We've got a couple more people checking in with us. Brett watching us all the way from Hawaii. What's he Thanks doing for... in Hawaii? And I where was my vacation. invite? I know. I didn't know this was happening. I, I don't live far from him. He could have easily stopped by and let me, flown let me, me over there. Let me tell you a story. Uh, nine years yeah. ago, I flew from Ohio to New Jersey, short layover. This has to do with you guys because New Jersey is home for you. And then flew from New Jersey to Hawaii nonstop, 13 and a half hour flight. I didn't even know that was possible. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Chris checking in with us. Hello, Chris from across the pond. So we have five hours ahead of us here in New Jersey. And then we have five hours behind us, I believe, in Hawaii. So Hawaii doesn't do the time change. So where are we at right now? We haven't. Yeah, we should be five hours. When we fall back, it'll be six. Or is that not right? Six now, fall back, we'd be five. Whatever it is, it's not close to the time that it is here, bro. Thanks. <laughs> True. Still very, very bright there in Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Uh, so speaking of bright spots, I know he's not in here just yet, and we have to get into our topics for the show, but we have drawn a winner for our FSA giveaway, and we will reiterate this once he does pop in. Uh, I want to congratulate my arch nemesis, the mad scientists, uh, Damien Scott, who is our winner. There he is. He just chimed in. Yeah, just he mentioned his name, and this is what happens. Uh, Damien is our winner of the FSA giveaway for checking us out on Twitch, which he is on now. So thank you for the support. You should be receiving your shirt in a week's time or so. So uh, thank you again for checking us out. Brett, answering our question. Six, six hours six. behind. Okay. So it'll be five whenever they we do the fallback later on this year because they do not change. Oh, well, that's weird. It's a, it's a great. I will tell you, um, after being stationed there, you can tell no matter what time of the year, it's only about a 30 minute window based on winter to summer of when it's going to get dark 7:30 ish every single night. You don't have to worry about that crazy. Hey, it's six o'clock this time of year, nine o'clock this time of year, 7:30 every night. It, it's getting dark. It's great. David says he's always twitching much appreciated for the opportunity, Josh. Well, that's a little rude. I don't know what I did, but what did I do? Uh, I believe because you brought up the, uh, Twitch thing in the first place. He's thinking you, not true. thinking, and not Evan, which is par for the course. <laughs> I like it. Yes. But with that All being right. said, we have some uh, actual stuff to get into here tonight, yes. fantasy related, uh, which does actually involve the mad scientists who we uh, have a grade for within the draft. We're going over the Bravo Dynasty rookie draft. So the four-round rookie and free agent draft, uh, which we will pop up on the screen. I first want to take you to the home screen here so everyone knows how to get to the draft results so they can see what happened. And we can check out the new banners here. There we go. 
Click on the draft. Jackson. Yeah, go back to that real quick for me, for me, for Kevin, because for a second, Kevin, because I have to give a shout out for to this guy. So, um, you know, I'm always trying to um, improve my skills as a graphic manipulator. We won't call it graphic designer because we know I'm not that good. Um, (laughs) And I created all of those banners for each one of the dynasties, Alpha through Delta, that we had last year. And um, a lot of my inspiration for these things come from a guy named uh, Brandon and. Uh, he runs a website called WebPixum, and I had reached out to him a couple of days ago about asking for help to make those look a little bit more realistic because I feel like the banner itself looks great. Uh, however, the words and the shark itself kind of seems like it's just kind of overlaid on that. And he went out of his way to get online with me last night. We actually used the studio for him and I to be able to get on webcam and worked with me for about 90 minutes to create a better product. Uh, so there will probably be slightly improved banners that will come out on these websites sometime soon. But also with the knowledge that he gave me last night and Kevin and I going out and doing some great graphic uh, searches for some plain white uniforms that we can go ahead and build brands on with his help last night. Uh, we're going to take FSA to the next level whenever it comes to branding in this 2021 season. So I got to thank Brandon from WebPixum. Probably not watching tonight uh, for his time last night. I'm sure most people play, pay big money for the lesson that I got last night. So, again, thank you to him. Draft time. Yes. Draft time. So, who wants to kick it off with the number one overall pick? I will say it's a little bit different than what we had in Alpha. Um, probably more expected yes. uh, for the rookie drafts. So Trevor Lawrence kind of expected, right? This is yeah. uh, uh, an, an easy one to debate here. Uh, this is the um, ADP 101. This is where he was expected to go. So no surprise. Uh, as Damien says, easiest pick for him to make. Good job. You finally didn't mess something up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he messed up last season, but it turned well, into Trevor so- Lawrence. So here, here's a little backstory for everybody watching. Damien's uh, team is the Erie Explosion, and this is where you have to know the ins and outs of Dynasty ahead of time. Uh, there's win now and there's a win later theory whenever you're building out a Dynasty team. So if your strategy is to win now, that's great. You can draft you know, a little bit older players, a little bit uh, more experienced, a little bit uh, win now you're – you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady's, Russell Wilson-esque players. But if your record starts to go the opposite way and you start to lose out a couple of games and you're foreseeing a hard path for yourself to make the playoffs, go into sell mode, and which is what Damian did, only amassing one win last year but had three first-round picks. So he set himself up to win in the future, which we are going to get into in a bit. But if you want to know more about that type of strategy, feel free to reach out to any one of us on our discord. We're pretty active there around this. So um, moving on number two, Josh, your boy. So no, Oh yeah. Number two, I love Najee Harris and uh, number two is a little, little different to talk about because yes, the Bridgeport jets did draft them, but uh, I did a little bit of digging around and I noticed that there was a trade between the jets and uh, Damien with the explosion so 107, Damian did draft Zach Wilson, but after the draft, they actually did uh, end up trading 
So Zach Wilson's now with the Jets. Najee Harris is now with the Explosion, which I absolutely love. And to walk away from the draft knowing that you ended up getting the number one overall pick and the number two overall pick out of it, it's great. Yeah, and if you look down a little bit further, so he ends the draft with the top-rated overall quarterback, day one starter, best position to win guy in Trevor Lawrence. The only the only other day one starter is uh, Zach Wilson, who he traded to make this. You have the uh, 101 rated running back out of the draft, and then you have arguably the 101 rated uh, receiver out of the draft with his a 104 pick who is Jamar Chase. So the only other option there is Devonta Smith, but um, you know, overall good haul early on. What does yeah. his quarterback room look like now? Uh, his quarterback room is Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Drew Locke, which he gained from the Zach Wilson trade, uh, Davis Mills, and Cam Newton. Yeah, only if you could have foreseen the Drew Locke uh, yeah. Teddy two gloves trade. Um, that would probably be the only downfall, but at the time, probably a good bet. Um, I, as, as much as I'm on your side with this, Kevin, with the whole, uh, arch nemesis thing between Damien, um, I do have to kind of hop on his side. I do like having Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert there as your starters with your backup guy, I guess being Cam Newton, uh, though from the, the, practice videos i've seen um god knows how long cam's going to be running that team uh does mac jones look that good yeah uh, well it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that mac jones looked good it was just cam looked bad mm. from the one video i saw on twitter for me this pick here the uh 102 at the time of the pick Regardless of the Jets keeping him or trading him, good pick here. Uh, I think that, um, like we said earlier, the only other day one starter out of the quarterback realm is Zach Wilson, who has been falling in most drafts. So to take a running back here who you know is going to be uh, high on the carry side, especially with an aging quarterback within um, the Steelers organization and Big Ben, uh, good pick there. Yeah. I, I agree. Good pick. Um, and regardless of how the trade went, I mean, he could have used help on either position. I mean, Zach Wilson's his his uh, third guy does, there. Does he also have Davis Mills? Yes. Uh, Damien, yes, he does have Davis Mills. Which could be a so very, the- very good – yeah, very good pick because depending on what the Houston quarterback situation looks like, that could be a yeah, great uh, pick. Well, so yeah. for those of – us who don't know who Davis Mills is, he is the rookie quarterback who is now the t- on the Texans, who is slated at third behind uh, Watson, Watson and, and Taylor. Um, yeah, um, both obviously not slated to play at this point, so he could just shoot into day one starters. So uh, definitely a situation to watch. Yes. All right, 103, Brian, for the sole purpose of who it is, I'm going to hand it off to you. Well, I do have one question to go back. So Kevin had said something about Zach Wilson uh, falling in a lot of drafts. We have a real reason of why? He's not the shiny thing. He's he's not 
He doesn't anything, have legs to really run. Anything like, new uh, to the Justin. Jets? Anything new to the Jets is shiny. So I'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> why he wouldn't be the new thing. Well, the issue is it's the Jets, right? So take 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 a look at any Browns quarterback for the past 20 years. You're in the same situation. All right, let's have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right. I thought we were having one. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, somebody said he's on the Jets. That would be Eric. Eric, we can't even talk to you right now because you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. We're sorry for you. <laughs> oh, my um, I mean, I'm sorry for him. Yeah, no doubt. I think the majority of the, the viewers out there right now are sorry for him. Uh, Justin Fields. So we already know my feelings on Ohio State quarterbacks or Ohio State in itself as I have the uh, the Michigan blanket hanging over the back of the, sh- the seat now. But I really am pulling for Justin Fields to have a good year if and when, not if, when he becomes a starter in Chicago because I think it's just a matter of the season. I don't even think we're going to get through the entire season before he starts. He is probably – the best and purest quarterback I've seen come out of Ohio State in a really long time. Um, and I actually thought about drafting him, what was it, Delta League, Kevin, before you uh, yeah. jumped before you jumped in there and talked me out of it, strategy on his side. Um, but I, I, I do believe that there is a, a bright future for that young man. Finally, something is to be said about Ohio State in a good way. If you're – I know that we're talking about dynasty here, but if you're looking at redraft – how far do you let him fall? How, when is your soonest hope for him to actually start? Do you think he walks in day one, or is it more like a five, six, seven, eight? Deal? I think you. I think you don't get Justin Fields until after you've already got Andy Dalton. Um, I think you try to pair the two of them together some way, shape, or form. Um, and I don't know which one you take first, honestly. Um, if we're talking um, super flex, you know, of course we're always taking quarterbacks early. Uh, do we take Justin Fields because he is the new shiny thing there as well and then pick Andy Dalton up later or do you do it the other way around? Um, if you think nobody's going to go after Justin Fields because it is more of a dynasty pick, uh, maybe you can wait for a while, quite a while, to be able to pick up an Andy Dalton before you pick up the Justin Fields. Um, if we're talking single quarterback, Kevin, you like to pick your, your uh, single quarterback leagues, your first quarterback in what, six round, maybe your first one to go? He likes For third or fourth round. Yeah. yeah, third or fourth is the best value. Would you take Justin Fields or Andy Dalton in the third or fourth round? Neither, but if okay. I had to choose, yeah, if I, if I think... had to take one, I'm probably going to go with Fields in hopes that he starts and just know that I have value elsewhere to okay. replace it. Okay. And I mean, you know, just the Fields pick alone – um, I think it was actually a really good uh, a good pickup for the Bulldogs, and we were literally just talking about it. He actually does have Andy Dalton on his team as well, but he's got he's got a pretty pretty hefty QB room right now. So, and in my opinion, he really does need some help there. Uh, his only starter right now is Aaron Rodgers, and if you want to consider Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, whoever gets the job there, um, besides yeah, one of them has to start. So exactly. Yeah, but besides that, you have Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles, Jacob Eason, uh, Joe Flacco, and PJ Walker. Oh. So, so the Blake Bortles um, is not a bad 
pick there because if you remember, he is now uh, in Green Bay. He is mm-hmm. their safety valve if Rodgers does retire or walk or get traded and they can't get a quarterback in return. So not a bad handcuff there. Yeah. Uh, so that moves us down. I know we already talked about Jamar Chase at 104. Good pick. Yeah. Um, all the way around. I think so. Yeah. Gets a gets a top rated quarterback. Gets a top rated running back, and gets a top rated wide receiver from the draft. Yeah. Damien did quite well. Yeah, he did quite well on the show. No doubts. I will agree. He definitely played his cards right. I mean that it doesn't hurt when you only have one win from last year. Was that the case? So yeah, yeah, you you expect to come out with a team at least this good to help that one win team. You know, even if you win two wins in the second year, it's an improvement. (laughs) Yeah, that's a one win improvement. One oh five, Trey Lance. Go ahead, Josh. I'm 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 still baffled on why he's going before Zach Wilson. I'd rather have a day one starter on my team than somebody, and I could be out of the loop with the whole Jimmy G spiel. I mean, is Jimmy G gonna be a 49er this year or am I missing something? Oh, he's he's a 49er this year. So I think, I, I think the, the 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 new channel that Kevin created on the discord, the NFL news channel, if you're not already looking at that, had a really good article that came out about how there's a really healthy competition going on between Trey Lance and Jimmy G right now in the end camp. So who knows, maybe he ends up being a day one starter as well. But what does Trey, I mean, to be fair, what does Trey Lance have to do to beat him? Just stay healthy by week one. Yeah. But you know what? Jimmy G is really good when he's healthy. I mean, they got, I can't yeah, say he's they, on, he's on. Yeah, he didn't and do a lot to get them to the Super Bowl, but they still were in a Super Bowl. That's the I'm well, that was I, I in my opinion, I think it was their running game that that got them there. But you mean all 12 running backs that they have, <laughs> yeah, that I mean that helps too. You have fresh legs all the time. But that's the age-old problem that everybody has is like, yes, they can be a top 12 guy if they're healthy. And it's like Yeah, this is true. Eric brings up a good point here, or uh, whoever we have over here. I, I forget now what the that is the, Eric. Oh, that is yeah. Eric. Yes, Thank that's you, right. Eric. Uh, he says, as my colleagues on the empty wagon say, uh, draft Fields or Lance and place someone else in the super flex spot and stash them away if they don't play right away. So you have that option here as well. So uh, if you already if you already know that one of your other positions is strong and you already have a stacked wide receiver room. You can always start a wide receiver there or Kyle Pitts. If I'm uh, Pottsville Maroons, which we'll get to in a second there instead. Um, well, of anybody okay. else, uh, of a second quarterback. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the draft board, seeing who's still there at the one Oh five. And I'm looking over at uh, the Mustangs team and I don't, he doesn't have, for, for me, he doesn't have that room to play with for, okay, I'm going to draft this guy and I'm going to stash him away. His, his other two starters are Daniel Jones and Tua. And I guess Gardner Minshew, if he, for some reason, pull, has a trick up I don't his sleeve and gets a start. I don't spot. think he's on a team. Um, like I said, if I, unless I'm out of the loop on something, 
uh, MFL still has him on Jacksonville. If if he's there, he's there's no way he gets the job. You, you got to pray Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. And that's what I'm saying. Unless he pulls a trick up his sleeve or something, you know, cleats Lawrence or something, uh, I wouldn't take that that chance. <laughs> I wouldn't take that chance with Tua and and Danny Dimes being my other two guys. Chris also says to check his draft picks for next year. He's not playing this year. He's got almost seven first rounders next year. Oh wow! The Mustangs do. Hold on. Well, when I I actually can't really check that. Uh, how do I check like what picks they have? Uh, let me see if I have the ability to be able to go and look at next year's draft. Well, yeah, because when you hit rosters, it only it only goes to just their roster. I don't see draft picks. Um, Got it. So we're looking under reports, league, and future draft picks. Reports. Yep. League. Okay. So right now in round one, we're talking about the Mustangs, right? Yeah. Yeah. He has one, two, three, four first rounders. Am I missing one? One, two, three, four, five first rounders. Um and that's all I see. Am I looking am I missing one, Chris? No, one, two, three, his own, four, five. Well, it would be bold. If they've been traded, they've been they're bold. Bold. Yeah, I see five. So quick. Quick uh, housekeeping item. If you are a team that has traded away your first round pick, i.e. the Gunners, the Jets, the Steamrollers, the Lions, the Maroons, and the Sharks, uh, you must pay for 2022 in advance. So that would be now. Please and thank you. You can do so through League Safe. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Do you guys have anything else besides Trey Lance before I go on some more about how I don't like this pick? No, Kyle Pitts. Woo. Oh, yeah. Kevin, you, you know what? Kevin, you can take it away. I know Kyle Pitts is your guy. He's kind of your guy this year. So the, go ahead. The, what, yep. well, it was the only pick that he had in Delta. So, And, and I will tell you this. You know, we talked about Justin was- Fields earlier. We're talking about Kyle Pitts right now. He talked me off of both of those picks in Delta. So let's definitely let him have this. <laughs> so I have two dynasty teams, and I only made one out of eight possible given picks, and that was Kyle Pitts. So uh, uh, I'm definitely all in. Got to remember, it's tight end premium. It's a half point PPR, one point to your tight ends. Um, as Damien says here, let me bring this up real quick. The mad scientist is the o- most overrated fantasy football owner ever. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> Kyle Pitts is going to be a stud there. I think that the value on Calvin Ridley drops compared to last year which is a hot take. And I believe that Kyle Pitts outscores him. Hot take part two. Ooh, that's a bold move. You know what? That almost sounds like a pie bet. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't talked pie bets in the off season at all. I think well, there should be a pie bet on this. Doesn't wait, actually, Kevin, don't you and Damien actually already have a bet in place? 
Uh, I think we did, but I forgot about that. If already. I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, a couple Average Bros episodes ago, you and Damian made a bet between Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. True who's going to finish? Who's yes. going to finish with more points, right? Um, I'm, Damian I'm, says we need to cut off Kevin's connection. I think he's had too much to drink tonight. I think you might be right. <laughs> I actually don't even have a drink, which is. Oh. I don't have my invisible cup. I think I've had three for you already, so I'll, you got to play catch up. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy again, where I'm gonna say, "Hey, you made the wrong pick because of what I see on your team. I don't see your draft picks for next year, and I don't feel like switching over to that screen." I, I got you, um, Kyle Pitts. Yes, great player. I mean, you already have Mike Isicki and Hunter Henry. Not too hot about Hunter Henry, to be honest with you. Um, I don't like Patriots receivers and tight ends. Uh, but the QB room that he has, uh, I see one starter. So we are on the Maroons team right now, correct? Yes. Well, he has, he has two possible starters. What, Mar- with Tyrod Taylor? Or are we still thinking the no. show going to play? If if he plays, if not, you have his backup technically, which everyone's hoping that the rookie wins out the spot, which day one I don't believe would happen. And then you have Carson Wentz. So I mean, even if Tyrod, if Tyrod even did if it you once, only start, even if you only start Carson Wentz, then let's look at it. There's other positions here. You have one feasible option at tight at running back maybe two. two uh actually i would put gaskin over jacobs because of drake just mm. because he has the potential to show out Let, let's see what happens there in vegas first before you make that call i the said potential. okay okay gotcha i said potential to show yeah. out he if, if he has two good games out of the year they're gonna steal shares all year that's what I'm saying. Is all he has to do is have one good hundred yard game, and there goes your Josh Jacobs shares. <laughs> then let's see, Brandon Ayuk, I think is going to be a stud this year. I like, I like that. Uh, Odell, we already know what he can do if healthy. Will Fuller is to a deep threat, and Sammy Watkins is looking like he is the number one for the Ravens. Uh, then you're talking about tight end premium. So Gesicki, Henry, and Pitts. Uh, Dawson Knox probably not a great option with the Ertz rumors if that happens. Either way, they don't really use their tight end. Especially this blocking tight end. Also got to look at those bye weeks for Gesicki and Henry off at the same time. So there's a possibility that Knox does get a starter at least in that one week without a doubt. So Or Pitts. Yeah. Uh, talked about the Maroons and what they look like for the draft for next year. Uh, zero first round picks, one second round pick currently, uh, zero third round picks, and only one fourth round pick. So two picks next year, one in the second, so, one in the fourth. So am I crazy? Am I crazy for saying that Zach Wilson might have been a go? I think I would. I. I, I I think we could have even seen Zach go at 105 over Trey Lance because, like we said, we we want starters now. Um, depending on how your team is built, there are some players that could be stashed. Maybe Lance was a stash, but I don't think so based on what we said with the Mustangs earlier. 
Um, so yeah, I think there's no reason why Zach Wilson couldn't go on 105 or 106 versus 107. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's a huge gamble if you think Deshaun's going to play or if Tyrod Taylor's going to take that spot from the rookie. Um, I mean, all the best. Now we get into the Zach Wilson pick. Obviously, we know he doesn't stay here. Either way, if he did stay here, good pick. Traded, we think, turned out even better and good Mm -hmm. on both teams Yeah, to get the pick. So not bad there. Um, yeah. I, yes, I definitely, like, I definitely like what that pick turned into. Then we turn into one hundred eight and one hundred nine, both to the Birmingham Barracudas, Travis Antien and Javante Williams, both slated as either committee slash RB twos on their prospective teams. What are our thoughts there? Uh, what's his team look like? Could he have used a Mac Jones or a Waddle or a Smith? Uh, that that's the biggest surprise when we get down to eleven and twelve. They did get Smith, but the fact that Waddle went over Smith—that's beyond me. But I digress. I I do I really think that the the Smith pick very good. Uh. As far as the running backs, I think it was a, I think it was the right way to go with taking two running backs. Let's see. He's got Stan, Sam Darnold, day one starter. Jared Goff starter. Dak a starter. Stedham probably is going to end up getting cut off the team. Jameis, uh, any word out of that camp, Josh? Does he look like uh, he's most likely be- day one starter? Uh, from the report okay. that I saw on your NFL news channel on Discord, day one starter right now. Yeah, he's yeah. been he's definitely been putting in the work. Then we go down here. Uh, Edward Hilaire, starter. Damian Harris is now by committee, but he has the handcuff with Sonny Michelle. Good job there. Uh, then you've got basically backups everywhere else. So. Probably not bad to take two there. Well, no, no, no hype for David Montgomery. I didn't see Montgomery completely on the hype train for him. Um, I don't know why the press has been so negative on him. Yeah, I don't know why the press has been so negative on him lately. I, I, I could see this being a very good year for him. I would, I would go on a limb and even find myself at fault for this, but rate him as one of the most underrated running backs. In Agreed. the past two years. Agreed. And I, I know I've fallen uh, at fault to that. And uh, Damien agrees. Yeah. I would love to have him. Um, you know, if, if everybody's going to let him slide and redraft, I'll take him oh. later on. Uh, Damien's comment before that, Winston's ready to eat W's <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Hold on. Immediately. You get that. Yeah, you get that the, the vision in your head, right? Oh my goodness, it was so cringy, so cringy. Mostly uh, so because then, it was in a Buccaneers uniform. I have, I have Winston's jersey in a Buccaneers jersey. Ugh, how dare you! How dare you! Then we go down to one ten with Mac and Cheese Jones. You talk it, Kevin. I think this is a great pick here, taking the mac and cheese. I think that um, the Cam Newton project didn't work last year. I don't think the Cam Newton project works again this year. 
I think that only eight passing touchdowns is not going to get it done. You bring in Mac Jones, who looks like Tom Brady in 2000, uh, is going to be better off here, especially in Belichick's system. I think that Mac Jones is smarter than Cam Newton is IQ-wise, football IQ. We talk about that all the time. How how fast can he get the Patriots playbook down, whereas we know that Cam Newton couldn't, and they had to simplify it, which hurt the offense overall. Um, athletic ability obviously goes to Cam Newton. What he does with his legs are crazy. Uh, he won an MVP for a reason. But long-term, love the pick. Is our I, only is our only connection to Mac Jones possibly being good because he has the same body shape as Tom Brady did whenever he was coming out? No, so he has a very fast release as well. He had he's not mobile, but he has quick feet within the pocket, and he also has ridiculous arm strength. My only problem with trusting uh, Mac Jones is just because. Uh, you know, you know he's not going to be that really good of a player, being as he's wearing his uh, Madden overall as his jersey number. What fifty? Which is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fifty. So the Patriots do this thing where until you actually sign your contract and after mini camp, rookies wear fifty, so really? you don't get a number. Yeah, you have you have to play for a number. We picked you, but you're not on the team yet. You don't get a number. Why fifty though? Is there a reason behind it? Uh, I don't actually know. I don't think so. I just know that everybody gets 50. Interesting. I never knew that. So my take on this pick is, uh, I, I don't, I don't really like it. Uh, mainly because I mean, yes, he needs a quarterback, but with who's left on the board. And I mean, he needs both a quarterback and running back or not running back uh quarterback and wide receiver help. Uh, I would have rather went with the safer day one starter help with either uh, Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle being as his best receiver is Brandon cooks on Houston. Well, well, let's take oh, a look here. Well, so no, I'm sorry. A- his, his best receiver is a uh, Traquan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Which you guys can call me crazy. You guys can call me crazy, but I think he his numbers are going to be a lot better than last year, being as he is the legit number two this year. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Now that I'm a uh, stack guy, can we pull up his picks for next year or this year? Next year, I sure can. This year, this year his- already happened, so I don't want you to do that. <laughs> yeah, we already well, have his well, picks this year. I don't know what you're talking so- about. So now that I'm taking a look at his team, I still stand by saying that the Mac Jones was a good pick. Um, I just think he's going to be a, a, a good player for years to come. My issue is that I might have actually traded out of that pick to get more picks next year or later this year to fill up talent elsewhere. Because, I mean, he's got Dalvin Cook, top-tier talent, Nothing else out of the running back room. Uh, excuse me, Alvin Kamara. How dare you? Yeah, but his production uh, should drop. Yes, compared to last year. Yeah, we but when you have, more. but my, but he, he's still he's still going to be RB two at least. And I mean okay. that's that's all he needs no. him to be is RB two. So even if he is right, your, your starting roster is Ben Roethlisberger. 
super flexing Matt Stafford, uh, Kamara Cook, and then what? I mean, when you have to hold on to Des Bryant, I'm n- I have no faith in your team. I would have what? no problem starting D- Brandon Cooks, no matter who the quarterback is right now. DJ Shark. And uh, Russell Gage. One. And Russell Gage now that number uh, two Jones is gone. Traquan Smith, I, you guys can call he, me crazy Kyle later. Pitt is there. And as long as you have as long as you pick the correct week, and MVS isn't a bad um, um starter <laughs> all, either. You just have to pick the right week. All I'm saying is that's gonna take a whole ton of management help to get so, this type of roster to a decent um, Yeah. I'm that I, I'm definitely gonna say it, it this looks like a very overhaul ready type team. Like they are going through the works over the next year or two. Lions picks for next year. Uh zero in the first round, one in the second round, one in the third, and one in the fourth. Better start trading, bud. Yeah. So, moving on down, Jalen Waddle, one eleven, to the Maroons, who previously took Kyle Pitts in this same round. Uh, overall, I like Waddle. I think this is a bad pick, though, because Devontae Smith is on the board. I I would say so. Yes, I I out of everybody, even over Jamar Chase. Devontae Smith would be my guy out of this draft. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm drafting 104, I'm still taking Chase. But just NFL overall, I think I think Smith is going to be the better wide receiver this year. Yeah, out of those two, I would take I wanted, Smith. I want, my thought process was, was there a homer pick here at all? But no, with that being the Pottsville Maroons and Jalen Waddle there, no, not a homer pick. Pottsville Maroons, Smith would have been the homer pick. Mm, okay, so if we were going off of actual team location, so Pottsville be, Maroons is in Ohio, though. To be fair, I mean, you, I, I feel like regardless, you Wait, can't really go wrong with where, either or. Where is Jason from? Jason's from California, I believe. Stat guy on the move. I'll find <laughs> out. Mad scientist over here says he's a 49ers fan. That makes most sense since he's uh, which, in, in which, California. And look at 201. And look at 201. He takes one of 10 uh, 49ers <laughs> running backs. And I and I'm 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 gonna eat that pickup too because I, I Michael Carter was still there. And I feel like Michael Carter is gonna be the starter. Well, he is. His competition is Frank Gore. So. No, there was and the P. guy. No, the guy that they got from uh, from 49ers, the, the plethora of running backs that made it out of there. I keep forgetting his name, but they got somebody from the 49ers. And I mean, Dam- Damien's saying that Gore is not on the team. He is not currently on the team. And it's Tevin Coleman. Frank Gore so, is on the team. No, no one told him yet, though. No one told him that he's not yet. <laughs> we forgot yeah, already. Alzheimer's no, kicked in. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he has Alzheimer's. They told him he wasn't on the team. He came back the next day, ready, all suited up, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> Sir, it's March. 
<laughs> Football's been over. <laughs> I'm with a coach. Put me in. All right, uh, one twelve. Do we really need to? I mean, we kind of t- we already touched on it with the yeah. waddle. Great day. Yeah. Perfect. And now two oh one. 201. I already gave my input on it. I thought that Michael yeah. Carter would have been the better pick. Well, don't touch this with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> yeah. And Carter's getting such hype out of camp right now. Maybe rightfully so. Could be the best fourth-round running back pick in a very long time in the NFL draft. Uh, we see him go two picks later in the 203. Probably should have gone there at the 201. Two, 202, uh, Rashad Bateman. Isn't he like lightning fast? Super fast. That's all they put on that team is super fast wide receivers, right? Just for them to. You have no no choice. You have to get open really deep because you've got to catch a Hail Mary. That's that's Omar's only throw. Well, no. What they do is they they send send them all to the end zone because that opens up the box so Lamar can scramble out and he's got got space to work with. That's all. Well, that's all it is. And until. Until they can actually figure out a way to involve their receivers as much as you would expect them to, it's 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 either Lamar or I guess go ahead take J.K. Dobbins. I know a lot of people are on the hype train for him this year. I'm not. Damien says uh, Batman is the number one wide receiver that Lamar Jackson has needed. Well, now they put it that way. I didn't know they drafted Batman. I mean, <laughs> that's that's he has a he has a whole grappling tool belt. He is Batman. He can yeah. Lamar yeah. just has to throw it up. Batman can just grapple it to him. Yeah, you don't have to be accurate when you have a grappling hook. <laughs> Two hundred three, uh, my, uh, Michael Carter. We. Adjust your ranking according accordingly. You're talking about uh, the word out of number one. The, the word out of camp is that he is not the number one there, so I'm adjusting nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> uh, Two oh three, Michael Carter, great day. We think he's going to be a day one starter. You get yourself I, a day one starter in the second round. I sure hope so. I've got lots of shares of him. Yeah, I think he's second best running back to me. <laughs> In the draft, I mean, not overall. Situational wise, yeah. Yes. Behind uh, Najee Harris. Yeah. yeah, I probably put Najee Harris number one. Which, and I, I think this, uh, going back on the trade, I think this was a really good pick for the Jets because of what they did with uh, Najee Harris, um, with trading him away. So basically, you have you have Michael Carter and Zach Wilson on your team. I don't know how you guys usually I, feel about. I would rather stack a receiver and a quarterback than a running back and quarterback. Yeah. But I also feel like there may be some Homer picks here. Where's, uh, I mean, he is the Bridgeport Jets. He is a so. Jets fan. That's Louis <laughs> Centron. Louis is definitely a Jets fan. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I really didn't realize they had two fans. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sensitive. That is a. So- I have some. I have some great memorabilia sitting around me right now that Louis sent me too. I'm very much appreciative of that. All two of memorabilia us. Memorabilia meaning it's old. Let's see. That's a horrible correlation on a bad team. 
Yeah, now I that I think about it, you mean there. I th I think he means that that's like he's saying it's it's horrible to have the QB with the running back, and even still, it's a bad team. Yeah, I I personally wouldn't do that because if you see a, a receiver can still do okay if your quarterback doesn't do well because of yardages and you know short range touchdowns, but you very rarely see both your running back and your quarterback go off in the same game. Usually it's one side or the other, unless you are Kansas City. So, Well, I mean, Edwards-Alaire, I mean, what helps Edwards-Alaire was he was a receiving back for them, wasn't he? Correct. Everyone's a receiver on that team. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah, if you're not a receiver, you're, you're not a chief. Yeah. Then we go down to this next player from Detroit, supposed to be their wide receiver one, I assume. I don't know who else they have left. Oh, oh. Amon Ra. Oh, wait, did I skip two? I skipped you, you skip, skip yeah, two. you skipped 204 and 205. Uh, Terrence Marshall, okay pick, crowded room in Carolina. Agreed. Yeah. Then uh, Pat at tight Fire. end. Fire Muth, yeah. I, I like this pick a lot. Um, I think maybe that Josh needed some help at tight end as a guy that I was definitely looking for in the either Alpha or Delta. And in fact, I might have even taken a trade to get him. Um, Pittsburgh is very good at developing tight ends. And where he came from in college ball, also very good at developing tight ends. Um, and they've oh. had their tight ends retire this past season. Uh, he might not be a starter in year one, but I promise he'll be a starter by year two. The issue there with um, tight ends in Pittsburgh is they usually like blocking tight ends because their receiving rooms are usually a little bit bigger. So you already have three, I, I call them all tier two. I don't like any of their receivers personally, but they like their receivers. So usually you don't get a ton of value. It's usually very matchup based. So here's another thing. Let's think future for Pittsburgh Steelers. This Big Ben's last year. If we say yes, and let's say they bring a young quarterback in or even a rookie quarterback, quarterbacks love their tight ends, and they love reliable tight ends. So saying Firemuth isn't a, uh, a starter this year but is a starter next year, if we pair that with a rookie quarterback, that just makes the tight ends numbers that much better. We just got to hope that that mindset is – uh, available within the quarterback and not the game plan within uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. True, also, but he does love using his tight ends as well. I will say this: you say t you say blocking tight ends, but I do believe that they've used them enough. If we go back and look at history of tight ends over at least the last six years, yeah, I think uh, Damien agrees uh, with Pat. I'm not even going to try and say his last name. Being the first valuable tire off the board. Fire Fry, Fryer Fry, Muth. Fry a moth. Muth. See, Eric agrees with me too bad. Ben doesn't throw to tight ends very often. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't think that the, I think that he will use him, but I don't think he's used enough to fall within the even tight end two range. Probably down to, it, it's, it's going to be low value there. 
if we if we know anything about Josh, Josh is thinking long game. So he's not even thinking about Ben throwing him uh, touchdowns or passes this year. He's thinking about whoever the next quarterback is after Ben throwing passes to this tight end. That's how I'm looking at it. We will have to see there. Going on right. down the list um, now to Detroit's wide receiver room. Which, I don't really know much. Uh, I believe, I believe Chris said up here who else is there? Uh, Brashard, Perryman, Hawkinson, and uh, I, I believe it's, Yeah. I mean, not a bad shot, I guess, at this point. I mean, they've got to throw it to somebody. You bring in a new quarterback to work with a rookie. Uh, probably a good option there. I mean, that's my biggest thing is there's already a new quarterback learning a new system. So, you know, it gives rookies the best chance to succeed when that happens. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to let you guys take the picks from here on out. And got Kellen Mond. I like this pick a lot. Also, another guy that I was targeting in, in our uh, dynasty drafts. Um, it's it's never a bad thing to have a good backup uh, to what we already think has a pretty decent wide receiver room on the NFL team itself. Because Kellen Mond went to Minnesota, um, correct. So having him behind Kirk Cousins, I think, is not a bad pick. I'm wondering if. The Maroons could have got him a little bit later, maybe even at the 311, um, because the next quarterback taken in all of this uh, was Davis Miles that ended up going to Houston. And then there wasn't another quarterback before. Uh, I, I take that back. Kyle Trask was there. And then the Maroons had that pick at 311. And I'm wondering if Mond could have fallen all the way there to him or not. My guess is yes, because we know Damian wanted a, a shot at a starter. So he was going to go for the guy that was, is probably going to start sooner than later. So I don't think that Damian would have taken Mond if he fell. I even believe that Kyle Trask is the better pick over Mond because of the timeline to start and the weapons that are there. I believe Trask starts within the next two seasons versus you don't really know in Minnesota what happens there. and. I believe that Trask will walk into the better quarterback room with the better coach within the quarterback room in Brady. So you coach him up and you give him decent weapons. It almost becomes like a Jimmy G situation. If we remember before the injuries, he was 6-0 and as a starter. So you have that type of situation. Damien says Brady is playing until he's 50. <laughs> he said 45. Wow. Which would be in two years. So this season think, then next. Do you think it, it, it could have been a possibly a better move for the Maroons to take Kyle Trask there and then also still picking Kellen Mond later on at 311? Or should he have stayed with Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell at 311? I would have taken uh, Mitchell as well there. And we're talking about uh, where's – and see, I don't like that pick at all. I was looking it up at uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah Mitchell, I don't like this pick at all because of being a Francisco running back. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, the next two picks, 208 and 209, are two gentlemen with the last name Moore, and both of them go to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Rondale Moore ends up going to Arizona, and Elijah Moore ends up going to the Jets. What do you think about these two, Kev? I like both of these picks. I think that, again, you have a – in Elijah Moore, you have a rookie quarterback starting, so you bring in a rookie receiver – not a bad idea because they're going to have to learn the playbook together. And usually that kind of blends well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, not always, but best case scenario for your rookies to learn things together. Ron Moore, not a bad pick here either. I do like Kyler Murray. Uh, the issue there is they, it's already crowded room. He's slated as probably the four guy there behind Hopkins, AJ Green and uh, Kirk. Kirk. Yep. So not a lot of expectations, but how possible is it for AJ Green to miss the season again? I would say highly. Highly. He didn't, he didn't play a single game last year, and you can probably count on one hand for the previous two years combined. So he could easily step into the slot role. So not a bad idea there, although um, Hopkins is basically all they need anyway. So. Well, no, no. Hopkins is over 27, so he's basically dead. (laughs) According to Damien. That hurts my brain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Any other picks? Um, Kadarius Tony, the very next pick at 210. Uh, Big target. I think a lot of people were looking at him possibly going a little bit higher. I think there was a lot of off-field. Uh, reasons is why he probably slipped in both the NFL draft and maybe even in our draft here, maybe landing spot with the New York Giants as well. Um, if memory serves me correctly, a possibility of this guy even maybe playing tight end due to size. Um, I believe he's already listed at tight end. Let me look at the. Let me see if I can't pull his stats up. For whatever reason, they want to block um, Kadarius Tony. Let me look this way. No, not a big guy. Six foot one ninety three. Um, so I thought he was bigger than that. Um, yeah, I, that's Kevin I, Benjamin's I job. That's, yeah. Oh, that's true. He did switch. The city ain't big enough for three tight ends, I guess. Yeah. And they already have Evan Ingram. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin. He definitely did switch. But I believe that uh, Kadarius Tony is also split listed on Sleeper. I know we don't use Sleeper, but I believe he is listed split at tight end and wide receiver. Interesting at only um, six foot tall. Uh, as we move down, I know we're running against time here. We'll get into a couple of these later picks. Uh, one big one to note here is the first. Um, Free agent taken off the board, Jared Cook getting up there in age, going at three twelve. At three twelve, last pick in the third round, going to the Jacksonville Sharks, which was last year's uh, Bravo Dynasty champion. I would probably say this is a probably a grade A pick here, because if you take a look at what he's replacing and walking into uh, last year, Jared Cook with the Saints had actually outscored Hunter Henry from the Chargers. So, you know, not saying that it's apples to apples, but walking in, you know that he's already um, 
used to having a heavy load. You bring in yeah. a veteran to help a veteran check down to help out a second year quarterback. So could be some leaning on you there. I think I think it was a good pick, regardless. I mean, even even still, like he's still got other pieces around him on his team being the being the sharks. So uh whether he's there for one year or whether he's there for another three years, uh I don't think you could go wrong with this pick. Uh, oh uh, here's one here's one to note. I'm I'm gonna highlight both of these picks <laughs> before I miss over them. Uh, eerie explosion taking uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Ramondre Stevenson. So two things to note here: this this pick would have been made before um, the running back came in. Though I'm blanking on his name, Najee Harris. Um, no, for Philly, he was with the Carry-on. Lions. Yeah, Carryon Johnson. Carryon, my wayward Johnson. Before he came into Philly, this w- I would have said this was an okay pick. But now that room is so crowded. You still have Boston Scott, who is fighting for the spot with Gainwell. Then you have um, Miles Sanders and on Johnson. So and this Jordan is going to be Howard. one to watch. Yeah, and Jordan Howard, uh, who, if I had a guess, won't make the team. Yeah, out of the out of those out of the, those running backs, he doesn't make my team, or make the team, I should say. Um, so this is a boom bust play. If, if this pans out, it will pan out well. If not, I can see him getting cut off the explosion. Going in the opposite direction, Ramondre Stevenson is supposed to be the next Legarrette Blunt, a big workhorse back, which we know that. Uh, obviously works well in New England since um, LeGarrette Blunt led the league in rushing touchdowns when he was there with 18 of them. The issue is that he has to outshine two previous known starters uh, prior to injury in um, the Patriots' backfield. So should be interesting how that plays out. I see about four more notable players through the rest of the draft. And when, and when we talk about these, we're in the fourth round right now. But the 404 with Des Fitzpatrick, uh, interesting development there. I think a lot of people thought that with uh, Corey Davis leaving Tennessee and going over to um, the Jets that Des Fitzpatrick would be the next guy up. And then we know that the trade happened with Julio going over to Tennessee. So what does that look like now? Um, our second and only other free agent that was taken in the draft at 406, Tyrod Taylor. Um, and then Hunter Long, only because I think of his pred- uh, pedigree and where he came from in college, uh, being able to be a great tight end in the NFL, however, goes to Miami. So what does that look like with Kaseki there? And then the last pick, Mr. Irrelevant, at 412 at 22 Atwell. Uh, what I find so surprising about this guy is – his ability to be in the NFL at 5'9", 165 pounds. You said 5'9", 160? 165. My daughter's, mm-hmm. my daughter's almost as big as him, and she's seven. So he's about, he's he's about, about your height, Kevin. Yeah, I'm 5'9". Five, I'm, five yeah. I'm heavier than he is. So, oh, we're not going to talk only, about that. Only by a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, only by a little bit. Listen, 
Listen, when your head hold on, when your head stops shining from underneath that hat, you can make weight jokes, okay, bud? Yeah, look at that thing. Listen, we crack age jokes on him, all right? We gotta give him the little victories. Yeah. Actually, I probably outweigh both of you as well. As, you don't, as I got as I got on the scale me. this morning, it's pretty it's trust pretty, me, you uh, don't partying. Okay. Wait. Well, okay. <laughs> but how? You don't. Okay. How tall are you, though? Because I think height. I'm five eleven. Oh. Wait. Oh, you are tall. Yeah. You son of a gun. <laughs> I don't know All where right. I got it from. My, my my dad's five seven and my mom's five three. So you tell me where it came from. All right. Do you guys have any other picks that you would like to uh, point out or talk about? Uh, Pottsville Maroons possibly getting the steal of the draft, taking a free agent quarterback at 406 yeah that's Rod taylor is a good pick oh yeah if he starts definitely yeah. and i i can tell you now he definitely needs it for his team uh so it would definitely be a puke emoji yeah puke. take me and not like the pick obviously <laughs> because he has the rookie there um although all you need is one doctor to mess up again Remember that that took him out. Wow. That's what I'm saying. If he lost, if he lost a job to a rookie last season, he he could do it again. He didn't lose he, it. Somebody made sure that the rookie got that start. Well, you want to know, know why? That doctor had Herbert. Doctor has a job. Yeah, exactly. That doctor does have a job. It's called fantasy football, and he's got Herbert on his, his team for sure. Team. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like they're gonna Eric says he can, yeah, go Mills out there. Batman I mean, for the win. no, <laughs> I wish right. we could block him. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's let's get out of here. Great, we all in agreement here. Let me let me let me part with this. I'm happy that we finally got one of these shows in after a week <laughs> yeah. of mistakes and issues. I'm glad well, that we're good to go. Watch any jinx at all. He, he's just gonna go full on. So what happens? Full on to... static. And your audio cut out. Oh, Um. So yes. Um. Internet permitting tomorrow, we're gonna go for Charlie on the Fanatic Real broadcast tomorrow. Yes, that is correct. All right, cool. So I, mean, I will be there. Brian will be there. Josh will be in the comment section. I mean, I could be there. Do you want to be there? I mean, well, we don't know yet. Josh may be on the road. Well, no, yeah, at a I, undisclosed location. I, I will be at a uh, undisclosed location. I was. I, oh my goodness, what the? Heck? What are you doing? I did. I did that by accident. I wanted to. Try I was something. more. I was more talking about. I could just pop in on Kevin's screen and just say. Oh wait a minute! Are, 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 the, are the average bros getting together tomorrow in the same location? Probably not. No. Oh. Kevin doesn't like me that much. Oh, that is can, correct. Hey, come the rest of the way down here. You can come to Georgia. I'll take <laughs> you anytime, Josh. I can't. I I I can. I just want to make sure that was going to work for oh tomorrow. Can you stop yeah, doing I, that? We're, we are live. Oh. Someone needs to take his buttons away. I can definitely hop in tomorrow. If anything, I'll bring the 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 good old iPad with me. We'll do a little throwback to when I was living down the street before I got my my office together. So I can definitely probably hop in tomorrow. Love to have you, Josh. All right, 
Get us home. I, I'm trying to, but you keep cutting me off. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the Average Bros Fantasy Football Show, sponsored by Football Darts and Fantasy Sports Alliance. If you guys like the show, please like, share, and subscribe to the show, and follow us on all of our social media outlets. Before we head out, I would like to thank our sponsors. QB54, Monkey Knife Fight, Nature Coast Tailgating, Cranky Cranky Veteran Candle Company, Shalomel's Boutique, Finger Lakes Mercantile, Southern Sirens Sugar Scrub, Redwood Durables, and of course, the Recast, who are the official music of FSA. I was just kind of like laughing because I saw Chris's comments. Kevin's arms are see-through. Um, are so huge. Uh, no, it's because he's got toothpicks for arms. It's not really see-through. <laughs> You're seeing the whole arm. That's it. No, it's one of those things where he turns sideways. It's just not there. Hey, so we're doing Charlie tomorrow, right? Yes. I already, I already have the outfit of the show picked out. I can't wait. We, we get to discuss the four draft picks that I had in the fourth round. Is that I don't have any. From? That's all I had. I also don't have any picks in Charlie. <laughs> so, Well, it's a good thing that we can talk about Josh's picks then. Um, uh, we can talk about my team. Well, that's right. You you do have the Tampa Bay Bandits there now. Oh, you know what? We can talk about we can talk about the the trade that begun it all, the trade that everybody loved. But with... in hindsight, I thought it was going to turn out a lot better than what it did. <laughs> yeah, four players for a first, a second, a third, and a fourth. Yes, hey, that we'll, was. We'll, we'll definitely discuss that tomorrow. But all right. uh, yes, we... hold on, for, hold on for a second. Oh, yeah, it's going down tomorrow. I had to look at something. Different conversation for a different uh, for a different night. Everybody, Kevin, Brian, you guys all have an amazing night. I will have an amazing drive to Jersey if we do decide to come out tonight. Uh, yeah, you guys have a great night. Everybody, stay average. Night, brother.